coach Eric Rippon as we continue on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on the Vibe. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Everyone looks forward to being on the water, so whenever you set aside a time for boating, family and friends will be there. So this year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine, the best dealer between Denver and Omaha. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. And we're back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show talking about the Hershey Panthers who look to pull a big upset tonight against Amherst and uh, longtime Panther coach Dustin Jorgensen joins us here. And, Coach, uh, this is a, kind of a catch-22, right? It's so great to still be playing, but you know the monumental task that you have ahead of you. You know, it's a, it's an exciting time of the year. You know, we definitely understand it's a tall task, and they're a great team and very well coached. Um, but, yeah, we're, exi- we're excited to be there. Um, like I told our kids on Tuesday, all you got to do is win one. you got to beat them one time, and that's what we did Tuesday. And, we kind of went with that motto, and now here we are today, and we just got to try to find a way to win one more. Well, tell us a little bit about your team. I mean, we can start with maybe you're going to have an injury that affects the game uh, big time tonight, but uh, with or without Cooper Hill, kind of tell me a little bit about what you try to accomplish, what your team's been like this year. We're a team that really grinds. Um, we take a lot of pride on our defensive end and, and taking care of the basketball is our biggest challenge tonight, and trying to trying to win the battle of the boards. Our kids are tough um, mentally, and hopefully they continue to do that. Um, but we got to do those things. we got to take care of the basketball. we got to make sure and get in, back in transition. And then um, we got to rebound. Um, we got to get out and challenge our shooters. They're, a, they're one of the most well-balanced teams that I've seen in a long time as far as anybody can have a great night for them. And they got about three or four guys averaging double dig- digits. So that makes it tough for us. How deep is your team? What what does the seniors look like? How many kids do you like to play? You know, we try to play about eight to nine kids a game. Um, sometimes uh, Cooper Hill and Aiden George hardly ever leave the floor. But other than that, we kind of try to sub sub as, as much as you can to keep kids fresh. But we're about eight nine kids deep, and uh, and they're all about the same well balanced scoring, um, same energy on defense. So. We're going to have to be locked in in all aspects of the game tonight. We're talking with Dustin Jorgensen. He's the head coach at Hershey. You have uh, one of the more unique way that your seasons has went. Didn't start well, didn't really end well until you got to sub-districts, and then kind of when the calendar uh, around Christmas time, that's when you were winning all your games. But you've been out here. You've played the Donovan Trumbulls. You've played the Grand Island Central Catholics. And then on the other side, Ogallala, North Platte, St. Pat's multiple times. So you've been tested. Uh, Holdridge, who's the only team that beat Donovan. What was going on at the beginning of the year? What was going on here at the end of the year uh, that kind of gave you some troubles, but yet you find a way to turn it around here in sub-districts? You know, at the beginning of the year, it's always a new year, and we got a lot of kids coming in um, not with very much experience at all. They might be juniors and seniors, but not a lot of experience, and definitely not a lot of experience in uh, varsity playing time. So early in the year, just trying to find that match. In the beginning of the year, or the middle of the year, we tried 
um, our kids really bought in and stuck with it. And, you know, if you keep grinding, good things will happen. And then, to be honest with you, at the end of the year, our schedule is brutal. I think at the end of the year, I was trying to think the last five or six games, every one of them may still be playing basketball um, in a district final somewhere. So we know that end of the schedule is brutal with Holdridge and St. Pat's and Paxton and Mullen. And I'm trying to think who else was in there. There was five or six of them in there. But uh, we definitely know that um, this is a tall task. We are definitely battle-tested. We've played some of the best competition um, around. So we we know that we're going to have to play a near-perfect game. We also know that we got to stick together and, and anything's possible. And, and Dustin... Like I said, you've played everybody from a fast-paced Ogallala to a Central Catholic team that kind of slows it down and anywhere in between. Anybody that does remind you of Amherst tonight in their style? You know, it's they're kind of a mix. <laughs> they're kind of a mix of an Ogallala and a Grand Island Central Catholic. They'll stick you on defense. But um, I also maybe kind of compare them to a little bit of Donovan Tremble. They got a lot of scoring options. It's a little athletic. They're a little bit longer and taller and more athletic maybe than Donovan Trumbull. But, uh, you know, that's who I'd probably compare him to the most is Donovan Trumbull, who who gets out and plays good defense, and they also have a lot of scoring threats. And finally, Dustin, what's what's it like there? I mean, Hershey's only been to Boys State basketball once since 1994, and that's 11 years ago. Is it excitement? Is it nervousness? What can you tell from your team uh, since winning the sub-district? You know, they're excited. Um, they came to work Friday, Saturday, and uh, they're ready to go. I mean, they know they know the atmosphere is going to be unreal, and it's going to be probably mainly red and black. But we also know that we, we want to embrace that, and we want to make sure and uh, be ready to play four quarters of basketball. Well, Coach, we thank you for a few minutes before the ball game and uh, look forward to seeing the Panthers tonight. Best of luck. Thanks, Doug. I appreciate all that you guys do, too. You guys put in a ton of time, so... Appreciate it. Well, I appreciate that. Thanks, Dustin. Dustin Jorgensen, head coach of your Hershey Panthers. We'll hear from Eric Rippon as the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show continues on the Vibe. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. We're back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, getting ready for Amherst to take on Hershey. And, of course, not a lot has changed with the Broncos in the last few days since we saw them in that very impressive win over Donovan Trouble. But Coach Eric Rippon is here to talk about uh, Hershey and and his ball club a little bit. And, Coach, we've kind of talked about it a couple of years ago, the disappointing district final. Then you get to state, and you come all so close, and it just seems like this crew is taking that next step up the ladder. And I know there's only one thing that's going to please this ball club, and that's playing in the championship game and winning it at all. But uh, there's there's no wild cards left now. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of been – we were kind of fortunate, you know, last week to just play a little more freely knowing that we had that wild card in our – back pocket and now you know our focus and motto and whatever's been to the boys these last two days of practice is it's it's win or go home you know just just because we're the two seed doesn't mean that um hershey's gonna come in here and just lay down and give it to us you know we're still gonna have to go and prove ourselves and and earn that right to 
Lincoln next week and, um, you know, getting down there last year and getting a little taste of it, I think, you know, the boys are ready, you know, and whatnot. And, again, we've had, you know, kind of that, uh, you know, wanting to be at a state championship level this whole year. And so um, I think that's just the driving force. There's really, you know, not much I hope that, you know, as coaches have to tell them, you know, going into tonight. What did you see when you look back at the film from that Donovan Trumbull game? I mean, as we said, you made 30 free throws in that contest, which helped you get to 75. Was there something that really was pleasing in that, and was there something that maybe you didn't see while you were coaching that you wanted to tweak before these final few games of the season? Yeah, you know, I thought we rebounded the ball um, extremely well. You know, they're a team who um, crashes the offensive rebounds and really thrives off of getting second-chance opportunities. Um, and so I was really proud of our boys of not, you know, allowing them to do that. And then, um, you know, just playing with confidence, you know, we looked like the veteran group out there, you know, when they made a little bit of a run, I feel like we answered it with a little run of ourselves and kind of kept it, you know, at that 10 point range, you know, majority of the game. And, um, you know, they really didn't get flustered until, um, the very end when Donovan put that press on and, um, some uncharacteristic mistakes, you know, that we, you know, haven't seen out of our boys, but we really haven't been in a, you know, position like that all year. Um, you know, and so it was good. It was a good little learning um, moment, and we definitely something that we addressed in, um, in practice here these last couple of days. And um, hopefully moving forward, you know, we're just a little bit more prepared. And, um, you know, and I told the guys that I, I took that on, you know, as my responsibility, and I, you know, I apologize that they weren't more prepared in that situation. And um, just hopefully, again, you know, we'll put them in some spots that um, will get them to succeed here, you know, hopefully in these next couple of games. Well, we just heard from Hershey's coach and Dustin Jorgensen. Uh, he gave us what he thought his team was like. That kind of weird the way it was. They start 0 5, and then they had six straight losses before they got in to the uh, sub-district tournament, but those were against powerhouse teams, almost every single one of them. What kind of team is this? I mean, Donovan Trumbull played him, Grand Island Central Catholic played him, a couple of uh, teams at least here from Central Nebraska. You've seen the team on film. I'm sure you got a couple scouting reports. You said they like to shoot it and aren't afraid, and uh, they, they may they may try to run with you a little bit. Uh, what are you expecting? Yeah, um, you know, their guard, you know, about everyone on their team can shoot the three. Um, you know, and so we've got to be able to have hands up. They're not the best um, at attacking the rim, but definitely, you know, like to shoot it. And they move the ball really well, um, run a couple sets to get their guys open that we're going to have to definitely have our eye on and hopefully be able to call out from the bench and our kids will be um, prepared for that. But, um, you know, if he, if they want to come try to run with us, I think that we've proved that we can – do that with the best of them, and um, that's really the more style that we would like. So um, if that's the way it's going to be, then, you know, we like our hand. And um, if he wants to try to slow it down, we've proved that we can win in that game too. But um, they're going to play his own, you know, at some point in the game, I would imagine. And um, You know, if we're shooting it like we're capable of, you know, we're a tough team to get, a, you know, to play his own against. And so, um, but we've got to be ready for everything. You know, we're we're kind of interested to see what they come out and start in tonight um, and just kind of see what it is. But, um, you know, again, I think a lot of it, it just comes down to what, you know, how we come out. You know, a lot of it's about what we do tonight. And I think if we come out um, with the winner-go-home mentality, you know, I like our chances. 
And finally, Coach, I mean, we brought it up after the game last week. Each team only played six kids, and that's because you had an injury to Keegan. What's his status for tonight? Hoping to get Keegan back on the court, you know, for a couple minutes here and there tonight, um, which will be a big boost. Um, we've really, really missed him this last month. Um, you know, his energy and spark. and um, He's not going to score a lot and do a lot of things in the stat book, but, man, he's, he's again, he's our best on-ball defender. Another guy who we can just trust to bring in and give some guys a blow. So um, if we can get him back, you know, tonight for a little bit and get his feet wet and take care of business tonight, you know, going into next week, that's going to be really, really big for our team. All right, Eric, we'll talk with you after the ball game. Let's keep this train moving in the right direction. Thanks for the time. Yep, thanks, Doug. Appreciate it. We'll see you tonight. Eric Rippin, head coach of the Amherst Broncos on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. The starting lineups are next. I remember vividly when I knew I was going to be a nurse. When I was eight years old, my grandmother died from cancer. And from that point on, I always said, I'm going to be a nurse someday, and I'm going to try and make a difference. My first job was on the oncology unit here at Mary Lanning. And uh, I worked in outpatient surgery, and then I also worked in cardiopulmonary, which is where I am today. I think the thing that I love most about being a nurse, we're in a unique position where we are with people during some of the happiest times of their lives, some of the scariest times, and some of the saddest times. And I just like being able to make a difference. So I can't imagine being anyplace else other than Mary Lanning. I'm Regina Anderson, RN, Manager of Cardiac Diagnostics and Cath Lab at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Tonight's starting lineup is presented by Five Points Bank. Better choices, better service. Welcome to Five Points Bank, a very proud sponsor of all our area teams and coaches. Five Points Bank can take your banking and make it simple. Five Points Bank in Grand Island and Kearney, the better bank. First off for the Panthers of Hershey, number two, six foot one inch senior is Cole Schwager. Number three, six foot one inch senior is Aiden George. Number four, five ten junior Austin Zachary. Number 10, 5'10", junior Chase Moorhead. And the leading scorer, number 11, 6'1", sophomore Kellen Spearman. The head coach is Dustin Jorgensen, assisted by Kyle Bottom, Josh Connell, Mitch Beyer, and Caden Spearman, 11 and 13. For the Amherst Broncos, number 1, 5'10", junior Austin Adelon. Number 3, 6'0", senior Nolan Elo. Number 11, 6'3", junior Carter Riesland. Number 21, 6'2", senior Scout Simmons. And number 23, 6'3", junior Tej Hadwiger. The head coach is Eric Rippon, assisted by Jalen Heizer, Nate Lother, and Les Adelung. Amherst is 23-1 on the season. Their only loss came in their holiday tournament championship game to uh, top 10 Class B York. They are ranked third in the state of Nebraska. You take a look at the scoring averages here for the Broncos of Amherst. 15 points, 7.5 rebounds for Hadwiger. 14 points, 2.5 rebounds for Elo. Adelung, 10 points, and a rebound a game. Simmons, 5. Riesland, 6 rebounds per ball game. For the Hershey Panthers, they will not start Cooper Hill. We talked about that getting each to the sub-district final. Ten points, just over eight rebounds per ball game. If he plays, he will be coming off the bench tonight. So Kellen Spearman, 12 points per ball game. Aiden George, six. And everybody else is between three and five points per ball game. 
And that is our starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank in Kearney. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Relationships matter. Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships matter. Town & Country Bank. Member FDIC. The Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. It will be the traveling black with white trim and a little bit of blue in there for Hershey. They'll move from right to left, the home white with red checkered trim for the Amherst Broncos, and they'll move from left to right. As you listen along your radio dial here this evening, for Hershey, it'll be Cole Schwager jumping it up against Tage Hadwiger. Hershey has to survive the first eight minutes. They've got to find a way to not be out of this game in the first eight minutes because that's what Amherst is going to try to do is put them away. So we'll see how it all plays out tonight. Hershey, Amherst, we're ready to go on the 5, 98-9. The ball's in the air, and Hadwiger controls the tip. They want to move quickly. There was no three-point open for Elo, so they'll set it up here. And it looks like Hershey wants to play a little matchup zone, but Elo will fire a three. It's well off the mark. Zachary will pull down the rebound here. And no matter how big of a favorite you may be, there are always some nerves here because it's win or go home for both ball clubs. And Elo comes back at the other end, picks it off. It's one on three. He brings it into the paint. In traffic, he gets bailed out on a foul call. He'll go to the line and shoot two. Randy Coyle, the lead ref for tonight's action. He didn't make call, but foul is uh, called here on Hershey's Chase Morad. First foul of the game, and Nolan Elo will go to the line, a place where Amherst set up residency last Thursday as they attempted 33 free throws and made 30 of them against Donovan Trumbull. And Elo will get the first point of the ball game here. It is up, and it is in. Some games are already underway, like Central City and Kearney. will catch up here in a moment as Elo hits them both. And a little pressure on in the backcourt. Try and trap this team without Cooper Hill. They get it across the timeline, but that's where they're stuck. Aiden George steps through the double team and gets it to Zachary right in front of the Amherst bench. And as he drives the baseline, we're going to get a blocking foul. And Tej Hadwiger tried to force him out of bounds there. So his first foul of the ball game. So we come back to action here with Hershey looking for their first shot of the ball game. On the right wing with it is Aiden George. Down to the baseline, he'll find Schwager. They double him, jump pass back out of the right wing against this man-to-man defense for Amherst. Hershey being patient. They don't want to get to the 50s or 60s. They'd like to keep it in the 40s. A deep three on the way and good. Kellen Spearman, and you heard Coach talk about him in the pregame. He's a lefty. Adelung tries to answer at the other end. It's off the heel, no good. Rebound brought down by Zachary, and Hershey able to take the lead on that three-point bucket enough to get their crowd into it. It was a late-arriving Hershey crowd, but it's not bad for the travel they had to make from near North Platte. And, of course, the crowd was full here for Amherst early on. Hershey looked for a little pick and roll, but nobody rolled. So holding on to the ball, Zachary kicks it battling the wing. Up top, they'll get it to Spearman. Another deep three, but that barely grazed the front of the rim this time. Rebound, Hadwiger. Long outlet pass into the front court to Elo. Nobody there. Back up, Hadwiger. Unguarded three. Top of the key is on it. That's what makes 
this Amherst team, one of the things so dangerous is that their posts can step outside from 22 feet and are not afraid to fire the basketball. 5-3 Amherst. We're two minutes into the game. Elo strips it. He's going to go in for the uncontested dunk. Remember on Thursday, he didn't get above the rim. Tonight, he made darn sure that he did, and Elo steals it and jams it home, and Amherst leads it by a score of 7-3. Pressure is bothering Hershey here as they come off the screen over the right wing with the basketball is Schwager. Up top to Zachary. Hadwiger on him. They try to clear it out for Zachary. Crossover on Hadwiger. Steps up and under, and Hadwiger stuck right with it. He blocks the shot and takes it away. To the other end we go. Hershey will see Adelung pull up for three. It's in and out, no good. Backside rebound grabbed here by the Panthers. It'll be Chase Moorhead. Quickly gets it into the hands of Spearman, who has the lone bucket so far on a couple of three-point attempts. Back up top, they'll reverse it to the right side for Moorhead. Moorhead backs into the paint. Nothing there, and kicks it out on the right wing. Back to Moorhead on the right corner. Now dribbles into the paint again on Adelung. Kicks it back out. It was a good idea, but everybody was out above the three. Nobody came down low. 7-3 Amherst, three minutes into the ball game. Here comes a middle drive and another block. This time Carter Reeson was in there. Knocked it away, two on one. Elo on a pass from Hadwiger, lays it up and in. And here comes your timeout. Seven in a row by the Broncos, and we'll get our first timeout of the basketball game. As we said, Hershey's got to survive this first quarter. And with 4.54 to go. In the first quarter of play, it's Amherst 9, Hershey 3. This time out brought to you by ENT Physician. Allo is turning 20 this year, and we plan to celebrate all year long. Since 2003, Allo has vowed to put customers first and deliver a drastically different experience. No matter where you live, work, or play, we believe you deserve an affordable, secure, and reliable connection. We're proud to have served our businesses and residents with seriously fast fiber optic service for two decades. Thank you for trusting Allo as your local internet, phone, and TV provider. Follow us on social media to know about the 20th anniversary celebration in all our Allo communities. Halftime, Freeman leading Oakland Craig 24-9. They are the number one seed in C2. 9-3 Amherst. Three minutes gone here in the first quarter of this district championship ball game. Open three, top of the key. George, they need to make a lot. That one's off the heel. No good offensive rebound. Zachary got out of there with it. Now a floater in the paint going to come up short from George. And the rebound brought down by Hadwiger. He'll push it all the way up the floor himself. He wants to go all the way. He's double teamed as he gets to the right block. Lobs it out to the free throw line. Simmons into the corner. Adelung, another three. That one's good. Took three chances, but Austin finally knocks it home, and it's a 10-0 run and a nine-point lead here. A run out at the other end. The running jumper from the left-hander Spearman is no good. It bounces off of Amherst and out of bounds. And after a short break, Moorhead's going to check back in. Cooper Hill is in the game out of that timeout, averaging 10 points and 8 rebounds a game with that heavily taped up right ankle after injuring it last week against Highline. Why not leading Hay Springs at the half, 49-16. to Hershey lobs it all the way up top, gets it to Hill. They're going to give him room. Hadwiger will guard him. Top of the circle they'll go for Aiden George. Got to find a way to get a good shot here. Threes and a couple of running jumpers, and here's another three. Aiden George, but it will not go. One of four. Ball tipped around. Fight for it. Simmons will come out of there with it for Amherst. Scout down the middle of the floor. Picked up at the top of the key by Spearman. Now back around the circle to Elo. Elo with the three. They're shooting a lot of them. The shot is no good. Rebound tipped around and eventually grabbed by Kellen Spearman for the Panthers. 12-3 Amherst. Elo went for the steal, didn't get it. Kicks it out for another three-pointer. That's way off. It almost banked in by Spearman. Rebounded outlet 
for the layup. Riley Fisher checked in when Cooper Hill did. And a nice outlet there from Amherst to get the bucket in. It's an 11-point lead with 3.20 to go first quarter. Not what Hershey needed, and that's exactly what's happening to him here. So they're trying to slow it down, get a good shot. At the half, Millard North leading Carney 35-26. 35-26, your score there. Over on the left wing, driving it into the corner. There's Hill. Can't get the shot away. Skip pass right side. Good man-to-man defense. Hill at the top of the key. Tried to fire it down to the baseline. It overshoots Tyler Helser, who came into the ball game. Fourth turnover for Hershey. Beatrice trailing Bennington at the half, 21-17. Wayne leading Central City at the half, 25-19. So that is a big game as well. Central City trying to get to state for the first time since 1947. Lob it down low. Hadwiger behind the bucket. Swings it into the right corner. Keegan Killen comes in on his injured ankle. So he and Fisher, who usually kind of come in together, are in there. Swing it to Elo. Another three. It's all net. And Nolan Elo now has nine points here in the first quarter. It is 17-3 Amherst. That lead that Hershey had was short-lived. Down to the block with the basketball is Helsher. They'll rotate it another open three. Zachary, and it goes. So after the long drought, Hershey is able to hit their second three, and that snaps a 15-0 run by Amherst, 17-6. Out around the perimeter, anybody can shoot that three. Simmons backdoor, Hadwiger unguarded layup off the assist from Scout Simmons. Another assist for Simmons, and five points now for Hadwiger, 19-6 Amherst, 145 to go here in the first quarter of play. Here's George, floater in the lane, off the heel, no good. They slap it a basketball, and it's Riley Fisher to come out of there with it. So no jump shots for Hershey. They just run into the lane and try to take a one-hand runner so it doesn't get blocked. Hadwiger tries a three, top of the key, it's no good. Helsher will grab the rebound here for Hershey. And then he'll get the outlet pass across the timeline. Skip pass right side, driving in with a little runner off the window, and good is Kellen Spearman. The first two-point bucket of the ball game for Hershey comes at the 118 mark. Central City starts the first 90 seconds of the second half on an 8-0 run. They lead it 27-25 over Wayne. Here's a nice steal at the other end from Scout Simmons. The shot by Zachary will not go, but it does go out of bounds off Amherst. Simmons, after getting the ball stolen away, came back and played really good defense. That's the first turnover of the game for the Amherst Broncos. So to throw it in will be Kellen Spearman. As they box the lane underneath the hoop. Hill laid off the screen. And we are going to get an illegal screen or a grab called here on the Hershey Panthers. And now there's a discussion. I think maybe the two officials might have had two different things called here. So let's see what happens. They initially called Cole Schwager with an offensive foul. Or maybe the clock didn't stop, but I didn't notice that. Yep. They just put more time on the clock, about seven seconds. So Schwager's going to come out. George is going to check in after getting that foul. That's just the second foul on Hershey. Only one so far on Amherst. One minute to go in the first quarter. Amherst 19, Hershey 8 in the C2 District Final. Hand it off here to Riley Fisher. Fisher 
Dribbled it off his leg, but the defense wasn't too tight, so he picked it up to Adelung. Back over to Killen, hanging out on that left wing. Into the right-hand corner, Simmons fakes the three up to Adelung. Here's the three from Austin. It's good. He strokes home the fourth three-pointer of the first quarter here for Amherst. And the lead back to 14, 22-8. Hill across the timeline. Bounce pass right wing. Gets it to Spearman. Spearman, good bounce pass underneath. Helsher makes some room. He took too long, and Riesland blocked the shot away. It's picked back up, though, by Hershey. 20 seconds to go here in the quarter. Checking in is Max Bernston. He had it in the right corner. Now back to Helsher with 12 seconds to go. Adelon cuts him off the hill. Skip pass over the left wing. Zachary comes into the paint. One-hand runner is good. There is still five seconds here. Adelon is at midcourt with three. He'll take a step back 26-footer, and it is short. And that is the end of the first quarter of play. And at the end of one, here at Amherst in the C22 District Championship game, the Broncos 22 and the Hershey Panthers 10 on the Vibe 98-9. Family owned and operated for 30 years, Holdridge Irrigation is here to help you with any of your irrigation needs. Our four locations can compete with any other irrigation company in sales and service. Holdridge, Lexington, Alden, and Ravenna all have incredible stores where you can get any ranking pivot part and talk to some amazing people. Stop by and meet the family anytime between 8 and 5, Monday through Friday. For more information, check us out at HoldridgeIrrigation.com or give us a call at 308-995-4000 to schedule an appointment for a quote on a new ranking pivot. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. And Doug Duda back with you here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth bringing you this district championship contest while Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Hershey gets the ball to start the second quarter, trailing by a dozen, 22-12. After four of nine three-point shooting by Amherst in the first quarter, ball gets kicked. Amherst had just one turnover, Nolan Elo. Nine points, had one of the threes. couple of threes for Adelung, five for Tash Hadwiger. Austin Zachary and Kellen Spearman each have five for Hershey, who was two of six from three-point land. They had one more rebound than Amherst. Four turnovers, Hershey, one Amherst. Top of the key with it is Max Bernston. Drives right side, gets it off to Helsher. Already a little bit more here. Helsher gets it down to the baseline. Give and go, nice pass back to him, and it's blocked from behind. Carter Riesland's already got his third block in a basketball game. Run out here for Simmons. He'll stop and find Elo. Gets into the paint. Nolan, little runner from eight. Good. 11 points for Nolan Elo. And it's back to a 14-point Amherst lead, 24-10. So the Broncos establish the three, and now they can get inside. At the end of one, Shelton 18, Medicine Valley 14. After one quarter, SEM leading Creighton 8-6. After one quarter of play, they're playing that up in Burwell. Now back to action here, 24-10 Amherst. Long possession for Hershey. Driving to the free throw line is Zachary. Doesn't like it. Kicks it out to Cooper Hill, who has yet to take a shot on that bum ankle that he injured last game. Now a three. Helsher off the mark, and it's going to be out of bounds. Amherst basketball, and coming in will be Aiden George. 
Ogallala leading Adams Central after one, 17-6. That game is on ESPN Hastings. 92.7 FM, 1550 AM. And again, you can pick up any of our radio games online at newschannelnebraska.com. Across the timeline, Scout Simmons gets it to Adelung. High post to Riesland. Right side, Hadwiger really wasn't expecting it. Caught it and gave it back to Carter. Zoning it up here, Hershey. Hadwiger tries the right baseline. Oh, running right into him, and he might have got poked in the eye. He slid right by Aiden George and Austin Zachary. Ran right through him and commits his first personal foul. That'll be the third foul here on Hershey. And checking in will be Chase Moorhead. And also maybe a little banged up there is Austin Zachary. Coach Jorgensen brings him over to the sideline, and he's a little shaken up. Trainer may take a look at him. Elo tries to lob one inside. It's no good. Moorhead will grab the rebound here for the Panthers. Baseball pass to the other end. Bernston got to the baseline, tried to hand it to Hill. Adelung stole it away, and then Bernston fouled him after that bad pass, and Hadwiger got ran over in the midst of all that. Cooper Hill with his... Pardon me, Max Bernston with his first personal foul. And the fifth turnover here for Hershey. So after falling behind 17-3, it's just kind of evened out here. It was what Hershey had hoped to start with, but now they've had some opportunities to get it closer, and they just haven't done it. Elo back up top, Adelung, Riesland inside, original five starters out there, Hadwiger to the baseline, works it hard off the window, up and in, and we're going to get a foul to go along with it. A chance for the and one here for Tej Hadwiger. He's just so strong, and even though the defender, Aiden George, was hanging right on him, they're going to say that he commits the foul, and that's just one of those where Hadwiger kind of moved him out of the way. And the free throw was up and in. So three of three early on from the line here for the Broncos, and they lead it 27-10, their largest lead. Our high school basketball here in the postseason brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Hill, right elbow, good bounce pass underneath the burst, and he missed the bunny, but they're going to say it's because he was fouled by Tage Hadwiger, got just enough of him for his second personal foul. He has the only two fouls that have been whistled here in the ball game on Amherst. Eric Rippon wasn't a big fan of that. And with 5.36 to go here in the half, they're going to sub him out. But first the free throw, and it is up and in for Bernston. He's just the third Panther to score here in the ballgame. Millard North leading Carney midway through the third quarter, 48-35. Second free throw bouncing off the rim, and it's in. So Bernston hits them both, 27-12 Amherst. Long pass into the front court as checking in Riley Fisher for Tej Hadwiger. High post Elo over to Fisher. Tries baseline, looks for Riesland who pops out of the paint to take it. And they'll reset it up top. Simmons fakes it to the reverse. Now gets it back down low. Riesland looking for his first points. Doesn't like it. Good defense Hill. Back out Adelon. A lot of coaching going on over there by the Hershey Bents. They keep their boys where they need to be. Elo in the paint. Turnaround jumper from nine and it is good. Nolan Elo is on fire. He has got 13 of his team's 29 points, and it's 29-12 Amherst. Five minutes to go here in the first half of play. Left wing with it. Moorhead drives to the left elbow, stops, kicks it out. Hill's first shot of the game might have been partially deflected. It's no good. The ball fought for. Hill tries to save it, but all he does is throw it in to Austin Adelung. 
And Adelung, long outlet pass, Elo, transition three is all met. And timeout, Hershey. There's just not much the Panthers can do right now. They are down by 20, and Amherst is cooking. With 4.35 to go in the first half of play of our C2 District Championship game, it's Amherst 32, Hershey 12. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians. John Herrick of Select Shires in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst Broncos. When it comes to beef cattle genetics, John Herrick Select Shires is the only name you need to remember. Go Broncos! Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Does your business need help financing new construction equipment, trucks, or trailers? Or do you need financing for a new motorhome, fifth wheel, or ATV? Currency is here to help. Just fill out an application and Currency Finance will find a lender offering the best rates and terms. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL license 60DB0-54873. Out of the Hershey timeout, they'll get it in the corner. Three-pointer on the way by Kellen Spearman. Off the iron, no good. Trying to get the rebound is going to be Aiden George, but it's going to go out of bounds. And back over to Amherst, now leading it 32-12. to They've taken it from 14 out to 20 at the end of the third. Central City leading Wayne, 35-32. Bison, here's a three, Elo. That one's too strong, no good. High in the air, the ball's tapped out into the hands of Chase Moorhead by Aiden George. And across the timeline as George brings it across. Needing to get something going. Hershey has not scored a bucket here in the first four minutes of the quarter. Only two free throws. Hill into the paint. Drives Adelung. Knocked it out of his hands. Austin Adelung with the steal. Elo up ahead to Austin. Pull up three. On the way. It's going to be no good. Rebound pulled down underneath. Trying to grab it. We got a foul called as Riley Fisher grabbed the loose ball. The foul will be on Chase Moorhead of Hershey. That will be his second. And the sixth team foul here on the Panthers. Substitutions coming in for Hershey. We'll get Cole Schwager back in there. Hill stays in. You got Aiden George, Austin Zachary, and Kellen Spearman, the five on the floor here. As Amherst will throw it in, it's Riley Fisher. Up top to Elo. Adelung's out there along with Keegan Killen and Carter Riesland. So Simmons and Hadwiger both on the bench. Hadwiger with a couple of fouls, so he's been down there for a couple of minutes. Right elbow with it is going to be Fisher. Swings it into the paint, Riesland. Carter steps right, back left, switches hands, scoop shot no good. Hill brings down his first rebound. And the outlet to Spearman. Kellen had five in the first quarter, but nothing here. Obviously in the second quarter, a five-minute drought for the Hershey Panthers. Aiden George, jump pass into the right-hand corner to Spearman. Spearman off the screen, Adelung all over him. Gives it back off to Hill. Everything around the three-point arc, deep in the right-hand corner to Zachary. Zachary just can't get in his movement. 
screens and switches and a great job here by Amherst and the ball's kicked away. Our high school basketball on the vibe, 98-9, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Amherst, and uh, Riverdale is brought to you in part by Nutrient Ag Solutions for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions, and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. All right, it's Hershey basketball. Here's a three off the inbound. It's too strong that time from Zachary. Rebound on the runout, grabbed there by Fisher. Fisher will stop, feed Elo. Wraparound pass, thought he had Reese and got bailed out. The ball was kicked or it would have been a turnover because there was nothing but black jerseys there for Hershey. Scout Simmons comes back in. Why not leading Hay Springs in D2 action, 71-26. Beatrice leading Bennington, 29-26 at the end of the third quarter. Here it's 32-12 Amherst, but it's been that way now for quite a while. Since the Hershey timeout, nobody scored in two minutes. High post with it is Fisher. His pass into the corner is going to be knocked out of bounds. Kyler Jones has checked in here for Amherst. Omaha Scott leading Blair after three, 55-30. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. More scores, girls' state preview and more. Good drive underneath the Reeson. He's got to try a reverse layup, but he scored another assist from Scout Simmons. Simmons is distributing the ball extremely well this evening, and that's the first basket of the ball game here for Carter Reeson. And again, just shutting down this Hershey ball club. Driving in getting the foul and going to the line is Kellen Spearman. He just decided i got to do something. Six minutes gone in the quarter, and Hershey doesn't have a bucket. Fouls on Austin Adel on his first and the team's third. Spearman with five points in the first quarter, had a two and a three. Now he's looking to add a one. Carney's closed it to nine with a little over a minute to go in the third. 52-43 at Millard North. Free throw here is no good. Outside of that, a fairly quiet Monday night. Only the Creighton women are playing when it comes to the Huskers, Creighton, UNK, and Hastings. Second free throw, bouncing around. That one will go for Kellen Spearman. Again, just 11-13, had lost the last six games of the regular season as Simmons pulls up for three, and it's just that easy. Scout with his first bucket after Riesland got his first, and it's a 24-point lead. And if Hershey doesn't start finding some offense, this is going to get close to 40 early in the third quarter because Amherst isn't going to slow down. Cole Schweiger top of the key in the left-hand corner to Aiden George. Left elbow to Hill, but, man, he just can't do much. He'll try and take a 16-foot jumper. There it is. Again, Cooper Hill injured against Highline the last game out with the ankle, doing everything he can to play today. Didn't even start. He averages 10 points and 8 rebounds a game, and now he's got... Two points and one rebound. Right elbow with it, Fisher. Off the ball screen, hands it to Simmons. Back to Fisher. He wants a three. He'll get a three. Riley Fisher with five points in the basketball game. 40-15. to 15. Amherst with a minute to go here in the third quarter. Norfolk Catholic leading Cross County 15-13 at the half. Trying to pass it to the high post. Bounces off the back of a Creighton player, and it's run down in the backcourt by Kellen Spearman. Then he just pulls up for a three and buries it. Well, that was a pretty good play. That's the second field goal of the quarter, 40-18 to 18 for Hershey, by the way. With it is Jones. Back up top, Simmons. Playing the final five and a half minutes of the second quarter with Hadwiger on the bench with two fouls, but they don't need him. 
Riesland from the high post takes it right to the rack and lays it up and in. Second bucket for Carter Riesland. 15 seconds to go in the quarter. It's Hershey basketball trying to get the last shot here. Aiden George running the point against the man, spreading the floor. George looking for a cutter off a couple of springs. They're looking for Spearman. He's covered. Bounce pass Hill. Two seconds. One second. They get a shot at the buzzer. No good by Austin Zachary. And we are at halftime in the Class C2 District 2 boys championship game on the Vibe 98.9 and News Channel Nebraska.com. Amherst went on a 15-0 run to go up 17-3. And it has not been closer than 12 ever since. And now it's 24. It's Amherst 42 and Hershey 18. When we return, we'll bring you all the action on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right here on the Vibe. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at downeydrilling.com. At Friesen Ford in Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buy-in has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. And it's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages as the Amherst State Championship Dance Team is performing here at halftime as always. We want to say a big thank you to our many sponsors. Also want to give a shout-out to one of our favorite listeners out there. Hey, Ron Long, we're all thinking about you, buddy. Hope things are improving for you i know a lot of folks here in the fkc and around this area have been thinking about the man so uh thinking about ron long uh, tonight so uh hope you're listening out there and i'll still get you your hat uh, let's take a look at some other basketball scores at the half norfolk catholic leading cross county 15 to 13 central city with four minutes to go is leading wayne it's been tight the whole way 40 to 36 at halftime it's sem 19 and creighton 15 in D2 action. It is Elkhorn South leading Papio South in A, 34-33. It is Freeman at the end of the third quarter leading Oakland Craig at 38-16. That is the one versus 16 matchup here in C2. 
Freeman cruising in that ball game. At the end of the third quarter, Millard North leading Kearney High 55-45, so the Bearcats are battling. Early in the third, Beatrice leading Bennington by a score of 31-30. Shelton with a little bit better second quarter now, leading Medicine Valley at the half 42-25 for the Shelton Bulldogs, and that's just a few of the games uh, at last check, and we should be getting close to halftime. Ogallala was leading Adams Central, and we'll get you an update on that here in just a moment. Also underway here at 7 o'clock on ESPN Kearney Elm Creek, another FKC team hosting McCool Junction. That's 1460 AM, 92.1 FM. And just getting underway on KHAS, Donovan Trumbull is hosting Hastings St. Cecilia, and that is on KHAS, 1230 AM and 104.1 FM. Of course, the girls' state high school basketball tournament gets underway Wednesday, and there is more boys' district championship action tomorrow. Uh, Not a ton, though, in our area as far as these boys' district championship games go on the 28th. St. Paul will be at C1 number one seed, Wahoo, coming up tomorrow. Also tomorrow, Aurora and Sydney will have a 6 o'clock game. That is going on in Cozad. Holdridge will play Omaha Concordia in Central City tomorrow, and that game is at 6 o'clock. Other games that are going on on a Tuesday night that affect teams in our listing area include in Class D1, Loomis traveling to Maywood to take on Maywood Hayes Center, and tip-off for that game is set for 7 o'clock as well. Couple other ones for you that are coming up uh, tomorrow, as most of them are tonight. Some of them are a long way away, including Fullerton playing at Parkview Christian in Lincoln. There's a game tomorrow at Kearney Catholic, Fall City Sacred Heart, going to play Potter Dick. Santee and Mullen are playing in Ord tomorrow. So if you're looking for some basketball, it's definitely out there for you. Again, the Girls' State Basketball Tournament begins bright and early Wednesday morning, 9 a.m. on ESPN Tri-Cities from Pinnacle Bank Arena. The Ravenna Girls will take on SEM. And then at 1045 from Pinnacle Bank on KHAS, St. Cecilia will play Elmwood Murdoch. At 3.15, Adams Central and Gothenburg. That'll be at Devaney. And then here on the Vibe, 98-9, our Wednesday night game from Devaney at 6. Centura against Elgin Public Pope John. And in D2, it will be Shelton against Wilcox Hildreth Thursday night at 6 o'clock. Here at the half, Amherst with a 42-18 lead over Hershey. And we'll look at the numbers in a moment. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. B&B Carpet and Donovan is here to fill all your flooring needs. We have a great B&B family that has many years of experience and will take good care of you through the whole buying and installing process to help give you peace of mind and to make you happy with your entire flooring purchase. Come in to B&B and let us help you with your flooring needs. Well, something else that just makes high school athletics cool. Hershey has brought their pep band And Amherst has brought theirs, and they're playing uh, the same song. And they, of course, a lot of bands know Sweet Caroline, so they're firing it off together. 
here at the half. Where our numbers for Hershey look like this. Austin Zachary, five points, three rebounds. Tyler Helsher has a rebound. Chase Moorhead, three rebounds. Kellen Spearman leads the way with nine points and a rebound. Cooper Hill, two points, one rebound. And Max Bernston has hit a couple of free throws for his ten points, or two points. Ten points in the first quarter as a team, eight in the second. At the half for the Panthers, 18 points, 9 rebounds. 3 out of 4 at the free throw line, 3 of 11 from 3-point land. Only 6 turnovers. Chase Moorhead, the only player, with 2 fouls. For Amherst, Austin Adelung has hit a couple of threes, 6 points and a rebound. It's the Nolan Elo show tonight, 16 first-half points. Riley Fisher, 5 points, 3 rebounds. Carter Riesland, 4 points, 3 block shots. Scout Simmons has a 3-pointer and 2 rebounds. And Tage Hadwiger... Sat on the bench with those two fouls for the final five and a half minutes of the quarter. Eight points, two rebounds, and a block shot. 22 points in the first quarter and 20 more in the second. And the Broncos at half, 42 points, eight rebounds, three out of three at the free throw line, seven of 14 unofficially from three-point land, four blocks, only one turnover. Hadwiger does have the two fouls. At the half, it is Amherst 42, Hershey 18. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. The second half is next on the Vibe 98. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Mary Lanning's been a very successful hospital in the area, a long-standing service to the community for over 100 years now. One of the important things that set Mary Lanning apart is its focus on safety and service to the community. My family grew up in this area. My parents both went to Hastings High School and my grandparents lived in the town. So I think it's, it's part of the culture here in the Midwest. So I think it just is carrying over from the culture in this area to being practiced through the hospital. I liked the idea of coming to a smaller community and providing the service that a neurosurgeon can provide. It means that the patients have the confidence that they can get high-level treatment at their local hospital. My name is Dr. Scott Bell. I'm a neurosurgeon at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. All right, Amherst will start the second half with a three-pointer on the way. It's no good by Tage Hadwiger, and Austin Zachary will bring it down here for Hershey. 42-18, to 18. Hershey just going to try and get a good start to the quarter. Spin move on Elo, and Elo's going to commit the foul on Kellen Spellerman, which should send him to the line to shoot two. Again, there's no foul problems here for Amherst. We do have an update. Carney has cut it to four against Millard North. 55-51 with six minutes to go in that ball game. Free throw Spearman is up, and it is in. And at the half, it is Ogallala 31 and Adams Central 15. Second free throw on the way, and it is good. 42-20, Central City leading Wayne with 32 seconds to go by three points. St. Cecilia jumps out on an 8-2 lead over Donovan Trumbull four minutes into the game. Now a three in the corner. Scout Simmons, and Scout gets his second three-pointer of the basketball game. And 
Amherst is on the board here in the second half, 45-20. First minute, top of the key with it, Hill. Evidently that ankle feeling good enough, especially with the situation we're in here. Down by 25. Zachary back over the right wing, Spearman. There's a little runner off the window with the left hand on the right wing. Goes against the grain and scores. First four points of the half for Kellen Spearman. He's got 13 in the ball game for the Panthers. Give and go underneath Hadwiger. He elevates over the defender and puts it off the glass from three feet and knocks it down. Ten points now for Tage. And into the front court with it comes Hershey. 47-22. Plenty of other basketball going on. We'll do our best to keep you up to date on what's going on out there. And going for the steal. Hadwiger top of the key. Knocked it away from Hill. They did not call his third foul. Hill got the ball back, brings it into the paint, kicks it into the corner. Open three for George, but it's no good. And the rebound grabbed by Scout Simmons. Simmons just doing what he's supposed to do tonight. A little bit of everything. Here's a three in the corner. Adelung. Adelung knocks down his third three of the ball game. And just when Hershey gets any kind of feeling, a three-pointer goes down. And another timeout going to be called here by Hershey. They'll have two remaining. 6.03 to go. Third quarter of play. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, Taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us. Specializing in you. Amherst 50. Hershey 22. John Herrick of Select Shires in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst Broncos. When it comes to beef cattle genetics, John Herrick Select Shires is the only name you need to remember. Go Broncos! CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. And Doug Duda back with you here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth. High school basketball brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Hill for Hershey in the right corner. 15-footer no good, but Schwager will get an offensive rebound. Give it off to Zachary. Stutter dribble high post, working on Adelung. Takes two steps, kicks it back out to Moorhead. And then the ball gets away out near midcourt. Dive for it. It's going to be stolen away. Up ahead, Hadwiger brings it in, and he'll be fouled. Foul on Aiden George. Wanted to make sure he earned it. It's getting exciting down there in the Metro. Carney's cut it to one. Millard North 59, Carney 58, four minutes to go in the ball game. Howells Dodge has beaten Bridgeport tonight, 56-34. Free throw by Hadwiger is up and in. He's got 11 points. Keeping that scoreboard hopping here for you. Norfolk Catholic leading Cross County early in the third, 24-15. Scott beat Blair tonight, 72-42. Elkhorn Valley leaving Summerland at the end of one, 12-10. Second free throw by Hadwiger. It's also good. 52-22, and the lead has been built to 30 points now. And as we said, Amherst isn't full court pressing and stealing and make a lot of layups. It's just that Hershey's not scoring much. And in the lane, hitting another one, Kellen Spearman. He's got all six of them here, elevates with that left hand, and he now has 15. 
Up top with it, Simmons over the left wing. Elo was so wide open, even he didn't shoot the three. Give and go, they're trying to run something. Elo will shoot the three this time and hit it. Boy, you hope they stay this hot in Lincoln. They've hit three threes in a row, 10 in the game, unofficially 10 of 18 from downtown. 55-24, your score. Amherst made it to state last year, losing in the semifinals. Were there three straight years, 15, 16, 17? This junior class trying to do the same thing. Of course, you got Nolan Elo and Scout Simmons are seniors. Fisher and Killen, the first two off the bench are seniors. And here comes a couple of them. As we said, Fisher and Killen will check in. And for Hershey, in case you just joined us, they've only been to state once since 1994. That was 11 years ago. So not a lot when it comes to basketball history in the last 25 years for Hershey. They'll try a three at the top of the circle. Aiden George, no good. Fight for it underneath. Hill got it. The bunny is missed, though, and Tej Hadwiger will get the rebound. Hill just hasn't been able to get involved like he usually does here for the Panthers. Pass into the corner. Thinking about it, Jones, who's also come in. Up top, Fisher. Here's Hadwiger, deep three. It's off the iron, no good. Rebound brought down by Max Bernston, who's checked back into the ball game. Over on the right wing with it, driving baseline is going to be Aiden George. Ran out of real estate, and then they double-teamed him, and Burson was wide open but missed the layup. He was so open, the ball deflects out to Hill, and they'll get another chance. Three-pointer is no good by George. And Hadwiger will come out of there. Simmons, Simmons brings up the fourth rebound. Haven't been a lot of rebounds. Haven't been a lot of misses in the game. Hadwiger, left elbow. Into the corner, Fisher fires it into the paint. Little eight-footer that time won't go for Elo. Rebound brought down by Moorhead. Three and a half to go here in the third quarter. 55-24, Spearman for three. It's short. Offensive rebound, Hill, and then he walked to the basketball. Kind of forgot what to do. He was trying to just get out to the corner and just flat didn't dribble it. More scores to bring your way. At the end of the first quarter, here's a shocker. St. Cecilia 11, Donovan Trumbull 6. And that is at the end of the first quarter. And now checking into the ball game, Cooper Trampy with that big brace on his left knee. Or excuse me, Jesse Tesmer checking into the ball game for Amherst. 3.15 to go here, third quarter. Broncos doing exactly what they wanted to do, get an early first quarter lead and then just play without a lot of worrying. Here's a deep three, Scout Simmons. It's short, no good. Rebound comes out front but grabbed by Hill, who's got four rebounds here in the quarter. Three minutes still to go in the third. Oh, nice pass underneath Hill, and the layup will not go by Helsher. Fights for his own rebound. It's headed out of bounds and a foul on Hershey. Grabbing a rebound was Keegan Killen, and he got knocked over by Leighton Woods, who just checked in. He's one of the seniors that come off the bench here for Coach Jorgensen. All six points in the quarter for Hershey from Kellen Spearman, and now it's been a while. High post Fisher swings it over to Elo. Kind of mix and match in the starters. Lob down low, Tesmer. Tesmer, two Hershey Panthers collide. They foul him, and Tesmer scores. Kind of unfortunate there for Hershey. They dropped both defenders down, but they knocked each other off balance, and that allowed Tesmer the easy layup, and the foul called on Tyler Helsher will be his first. 
And a chance for the and one here. And Central City has done it. They've held on to beat Wayne 43-38. Central City will go to state for the first time since 1947. The Bison win it 43-38. Tesmer's free throw is no good. Cooper Hill with the rebound. So congratulations to them. Bellevue West winning tonight over Lincoln Northeast 68-43. Top of the circle with it, Hill, and he walked again. Boy, he just... You can tell he's a little uncomfortable on that right ankle. Looks like eight turnovers now for Hershey. Again, it's not a ton. That's not why they're getting beat like this. It's just a lot of half-court defense being applied here by Amherst. Adelung back in. Fisher, he's going to take a turnaround jumper from 15 and knock it down. Seven points here for Riley Fisher. Not normally what he tries to step up and do, but he knocks it down. As Spearman to the other end, pulls up the free throw line, elevates over Adelung, gets another one to go. Boy, Kellen Spearman, folks, he's just a sophomore. Keep your ears open for this guy the next two years. At the other end, Killen into the paint, kicks it out into the corner. Nothing there. Back to him. Top of the key. Riley Fisher pulls up at the free throw line, and he's knocking him down. Final game here for these seniors at home, and they're making it count. 61-26. Fadeaway jumper. Ooh, there was a foul that they missed. The ball goes out of bounds. Austin Zachary got knocked down, and they missed it. Braylon Russell has come into the ball game. On ESPN, McCool Junction is leading Elm Creek 10-7 at the end of one quarter. That's ESPN Kearney 10-7. Howells Dodge over Bridgeport. Final 56-34 if you missed that one. Southwest leading East after one quarter. 21-17. Here we still have a minute 30 to go in the third. 61-26, a 35-point lead here for Amherst. That's significant because if we get to 40, we get the old running clock. Amherst being patient here with a variety of youngsters out there. Braylon Russell has it on the right wing. Back to Braylon. He'll try a three-pointer. It's going to be off the iron. No good. Offensive rebound grabbed by Riley Fisher, and he's going to be fouled. The fourth team foul here. And on Cole Schwager, it'll be his second. He's out, and Max Bernston checks back in. Inbounds pass will be lobbed up top. Adelung has it. Kyler Jones right next to him. Pass going to be taken away. That's just the second turnover for Amherst. And to the other end, a foul by Adelung as he kind of chucked Chase Moorhead going in. He tried to give him just a little cheap one and get away with it, but didn't work. Second foul on Austin. And at the line will be Chase Moorhead looking for his first point of the basketball game. Only four players have scored for Hershey, and Kellen Spearman has 17 of their 26. And the free throw on the way. It is good. Our high school basketball brought to you by Florang Chiropractic and Wellness, the Tri-Cities only board-certified sports chiropractor located in Kearney, florangchiropractic.com. Second free throw, no good. Rebound tipped out wide, and Amherst will come out of there with it. It's Kyler Jones to Adelung. 50 seconds to go in the third into the corner. Three-pointer by Braylon Russell, no good. Rebound pulled down here by Childers. Seton Childers comes in, gets the board. So we've seen a lot of both teams, not all of them, but a lot. Down low with it is going to be Leighton Woods. Woods can't get the shot away. Overload on the right side. Back to the free throw line. Moorhead drives and kicks it out for George. Aiden steps between two defenders, and before he makes the shot, 
We're going to get a foul called on Amherst. And that'll go on Riley Fisher, his first. Shelton now up big. They have taken the lead over Medicine Valley by a score of 70-35 to after three quarters of play. St. Cecilia leads Donovan Trumbull 15-11 early in the second. Three-pointer here is on the way. No good by Childers. And the rebound pulled down by Amherst again and Kyler Jones. 18 seconds to go in the third quarter. Handed off to Fisher. Drives in. Gets it off to Tesmer on the right elbow. Works his way to the baseline. Puts the runner up. It won't go. Rebound brought down by Leighton Woods. Seven seconds to George. George brings it into the corner. Spins, turnaround jumper from 10, off the iron, no good, and that is the end of the third quarter of play. With your score, 61-27, Amherst eight minutes away from heading back to the state tournament. Hi, this is Stacy from Builders in Kearney and Grand Island. Get expert advice from certified specialists at Builders. Whether you are ready to remodel or start building, Builders offers a high-quality products and product knowledge with styles and features you will love and that fit your budget. Builders is a proud supporter of all Central Nebraska high school sports. Good luck, area athletes. Looking for your next vehicle? With the ongoing inventory shortage and unpredictable markets, look to your local family-owned dealership at Hastings Ford Lincoln for guidance and reassurance. We're the same dealership that made a bold commitment to not sell any of our new vehicles over MSRP when prices started to rise over three years ago, a commitment which we proudly continue to honor still to this day. Many things may have changed since then, but rest assured that our values and commitments have not. Join our family at Hastings Ford Lincoln. Doug Judah back with you here at Amherst. A big thank you to Nathan Dietz and the entire crew for their hospitality. We head to the fourth quarter, and Amherst leading it 61-27, to a 34-point lead here. Again, brings that 40-point rule into effect, 22-20 and 19. <laughs> Those are the points that Amherst has scored in each quarter. Here's Hill to take the first shot of the fourth quarter. He's going to be fouled by Tesmer. That'll be the first foul on Jesse. And to the line will be Cooper Hill. Has just two points. Again, if you're just joining us, injured in their last game out against Highline. Trying to play on the ankle, just didn't even start. He was their by far leading rebounder and second leading scorer. And the free throw here is no good. And the second free throw by Hill on the way, and that's good. So three points for Cooper Hill, 61-28. And a lot of the second and third teamers in there for Amherst. Cooper Trampy is in the game with Kyler Jones. Up top, they get it to Tesmer. Hands it off on a screen to Trampy. Back up top, Jones gets it over to Braylon Russell. And in the left corner is Kobe Jones. So those are the five on the floor here for Amherst. Jones has it on the left wing. Hershey still playing man-to-man. Hershey will be 11-14 to end the season. Amherst will take a 24-1 record to state. 7-15 to go in the game. Driving the right baseline. Russell switches hands and scores. Nice move by Braylon Russell. And he'll have his first bucket of the ball game. 63-28. Leading the way tonight, Nolan Elo had 19 points. Here's a three that goes all the way down and spits back out for Spearman. 
And Tesmer will grab the rebound. 0 of 6 from three-point land in the second half. Hershey now a pull-up three at the other end for Cooper Trampy. It won't go. Rebound brought down right in the middle of the floor. Austin Zachary, that's his fifth. He wants to go coast-to-coast. He'll throw it up over the front of the rim and in. His first point since the first quarter. He's got seven in the ball game. And we're going to get a timeout here for Amherst. And looks like Coach Rippon going to put his starters back in for just a little bit. Our 30-second timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney here on the Vine. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Doug Duda back with you here. As we are playing out the string in the final six and a half minutes, Millard North does pull away late and beat Carney High 75-66. to Carney had it to one midway through the fourth quarter. Bearcats give number two all they want. Out of the timeout, three-pointer by Nolan Elo is no good, and then it bounces off of George, Aiden George, and out of bounds. 10 of 24 now from three-point land for Amherst, and they've missed their last six. Lob into the paint. Here's a short jumper, Carter Riesland. He'll put it up and in. He has six points in the basketball game, 65 to 30. And maybe Amherst is just going to try and get this to 40 so that the clock does run. And Hershey's going to help them out with their ninth turnover. Amherst with only two in the ball game. Don't forget, our ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan. All you have to do is nominate them. Go to ESPNSuperstation.com. We have one boy and one girl winner each and every month, like this month. Hannah Herrick of Amherst and Carter Erickson of Elm Creek, brought to you by B&B Carpet. In the right-hand corner with it, Stutter. Now driving in is going to be Keegan Killen. Looks pretty good on that ankle, then tries a fadeaway, and it doesn't hit anything. And out of bounds it goes. For Hershey, they'll bring Chase Moorhead back into the basketball game. 10-3 run to the second quarter. Elm Creek now leading McCool Junction 17-13. Three and a half to go. And after three quarters, SEM leading Creighton 33-28. SEM by five. Here's Hill. Little off-balance jumper guarded by Riesland. Off the iron, no good. Offensive rebound grab by Chase Moorhead. Second opportunity here. For the Panthers of Hershey, who came out and just got run over in that first quarter. And we're going to have a foul called here. Again, they made it three. They went up three to two, and that was about the end of it. And we're going to go back to the bench here and clear the floor again for Amherst. Off the foul against Carter Riesland. At the end of the third quarter, undefeated Ogallala. 49, Adam Central 22. They went on a 14-0 run to get that lead up there, and that's on ESPN Hastings. Inbounds to Hill in the paint. Turnaround jumper from five, and Cooper Hill will knock it down. So Hill comes back. Spearman comes back. Hershey's going to be a team with a lot of experience, and maybe their top two players coming back next year. Ball knocked away. Going for the steal here. It's knocked away by Zachary, and eventually I think we're going to get our first jump ball. The arrow does point the way of Amherst, it would appear. 
Hershey going to clear their bench again. Looks like Kaylor Hacker is going to check in for the first time. Leighton Woods, Tyler Helsher. Also into the ball game, Cole Schwager and Seaton Childers. So a lot of the backups here with five minutes to go. Osceola leading friend at halftime, 24-22 in a lot closer game than many would expect. Norfolk Catholic leading Cross County 37-26 as the shot's on the way, no good. Rebound going to be pulled down here by the Panthers, and Childers brings it into the front court. Rotate it to the top of the circle for Hacker. He tries to back his way in. Kaler to the right baseline. Helsher can't get the shot away. Picks his dribble up over to Schwager. He'll try the three. No good for Cole. Rebound grabbed there by Cooper Trampy. And Amherst to the other end. Kyler Jones with it back into the corner. Trampy likes the three. Now, excuse me, that is uh, Kobe Jones. Jones with the three. It's no good. And the rebound is saved in as Childers brings it back up the floor. And the jumper at the other end is good. Underneath for Leighton Woods. And it's 65-34 with four minutes and counting to go on a basketball game. When we're done, the new sports medicine and orthopedic surgery postgame show. Russell for three. Now they can't buy one, and the rebound tapped out to Schwager. At one point, they were 10 of 18. Now they've missed eight in a row. Three and a half to go in a basketball game. Hershey ball. Woods at the free throw line. Takes a dribble. Wanted to throw it out to Schwager. Saw Russell step in front, and then he threw it past him and out of bounds. Now Hershey will bring in Maddox McConnell and Quentin Pinkerton, the two freshmen. That are on the bench. 3.29 remaining in the basketball game. Broncos have only scored four points in the quarter. They lead at 65-34. to 34. And again, you're looking at the brackets. What's going to happen? When, is, when are they going to play? We know C2 plays on Thursday. You'd be looking at who comes out of District 7, and that's that Norfolk Catholic game, and that's just if all the favorites win, which is never a guarantee. As... The ball being worked around the perimeter here for Amherst. Russell up top, being very patient. Into the right-hand corner. Now Trampy has it up top. He'll take a deep, deep three. It's no good. Rebound is grabbed by Kyler Jones, though, and then a foul here on Hershey. Still not enough to put us in the bonus yet. As it goes on, Childers, his first. Amherst ball underneath their own hoop. And the lob goes all the way up top to Tesmer. Jesse, a couple of dribbles, and will hand it off to the high post. Back to Tesmer. Ten-footer rolls off the front of the rim. Set on the rim, and it won't go. And the ball's going to be tipped out here as the Panthers will grab the rebound. Ezra McConnell will grab the first one. He'll drive into the paint. Dish it off here for McConnell. Back out for a three-pointer. It's no good by Childers. Out of bounds it goes. Hershey's only made 1-3 since the first quarter. They started 2 of 6. They're 3 of 14. If the seeds hold, Amherst would play at the Devaney Center Thursday, March 9th at 1.30. If the seeds hold. They should be the 2. Freeman will be the 1. So that's how it should play out. Their opponent, though, definitely depends on how things play out the next couple of nights. Tesmer got in the air, got it knocked out of his hands. That's just the third turnover for Amherst. Bringing it up here. For the Panthers, is going to be Hacker. 
Taylor brings it into the paint, kicks it back out top. Three-pointer Pinkerton, the freshman, has it go in and out. No good. Rolled off the rim to Tyler Jones. He's got four boards since coming in the game. It's a final. Shelton 90, Medicine Valley 46. Shelton will be the number one seed in D2. Amherst looking for some more points here from the reserves. Tesmer out top. Russell fakes the three, trying to get everybody involved. And the pass back to Russell. He's not even looking to shoot now. He's got his bucket. Minute 35 to go. And a corner three on the right side is going to be no good from Trampy. The rebound brought down by McConnell. Minute 25 to go. At the half, Donovan Trumbull leading St. Cecilia 23-22. And here's a travel in the paint on Hershey. Our high school basketball brought to you by Certified Piedmontese beef, Italian heritage bread, Nebraska raised perfection. It's lean, it's tender, it's delicious, and you can order at cpbeef.com. Shipped right to your doorstep, certified Piedmontese beef. 65-34, and we've been here forever in this fourth quarter, and we're down to a minute to go in a basketball game, and Amherst will have their pass picked off by Hacker. Hacker will bring it up on the left wing, crossover dribble, wants to get in the paint, cut off there. Skips it over to McConnell. Back out to the three-point line, Childers. It's tipped away. Postseason basketball on the vibe. Brought to you by Currency. Makes financing quick, easy, and secure for heavy machinery, ag equipment, trucks, trailers, and more. Visit GoCurrency.com. And a carry going to be called here by our referee. So a turnover, Hershey. 45 seconds remaining before we get into the new West Post game show. Halftime, Elm Creek 21, McCool Junction 18, low-scoring game on ESPN. 1460 AM, 92.1 FM if you're looking for more Fort Kearney Conference action. Again, Ravenna SEM, the first game of the state tournament from Pinnacle Bank Arena Wednesday morning at 9 on ESPN. There's another nice steal. Ezra McConnell comes in and a foul to go along with it on Jesse Tesmer. That'll be his second. Just the sixth, so still not a one-and-one. 25 seconds to go. What should be the final possession of the ball game here for Hershey. Bring it across the timeline. Three-pointer by Pinkerton is off the mark. No good. Rebound in the paint. Setting on the ground with it. Donovan Trumbull has it. They'll dribble the ball up the floor with eight seconds to go, and we get a foul after Trampy did get the rebound. Again, still not in the bonus. The second on Childers. Seven seconds to go. Coach Eric Rippin says just throw it in and dribble it out here. Hershey doesn't want him to do that, but they do get the ball in. And in what will be the final game most likely ever played in this gym, the Amherst Broncos will win a district championship. 65-34 over the Hershey Panthers and improved to 24-1 and on the season and most likely will be the number two seed at the state tournament a week from Thursday in Lincoln. And that game will be at the Devaney Center. The first two would be in the Devaney. They would have to get to the finals to make it to Pinnacle Bank Arena. When we come back, the New West Post Game Show, final stats, score updates, an opportunity to talk with the victorious coach, Eric Rippon. 
district champs two years in a row here in Amherst. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Relationships matter. Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships matter. Town & Country Bank. Member FDIC. Now powering the Nebraska trenches, tender, juicy, and delicious certified Piedmontese beef. Raised throughout central and western Nebraska, healthy Italian heritage Piedmontese beef is known for being the taste of real beef. Whether you're barbecuing for friends and family or gifting across the country, certified Piedmontese beef will delight and impress for any occasion. Shop local. Shop Nebraska. Shop online at cpbeef.com. Be powered by Piedmontese. Certified Piedmontese beef. Real Nebraska beef. When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blake, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Smith at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. And welcome back to Amherst to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school sports throughout the season and, of course, always fun this time of year as uh, we bring you state basketball Wednesday, Thursday, and hopefully Friday and Saturday, and we'll be back down there for the boys next week. Again, kind of the FKC, Elm Creek leading by three at the half, SEM leading by five going into the fourth quarter, and Amherst has picked up the win here tonight, 65-34 to over Hershey by only scoring four points there in the fourth quarter of play. Again, Central City with the big win tonight over Wayne, 43-38, to breaking one of the longest droughts in the state as they go to state, 1947. And then Team Slink does it again here. Eric Rippon has that Team Slink jersey, T-shirt, whatever the case may be for Talon Trampy, who would be a member of this junior class. Of course, everybody in Amherst knows the story that he passed away with a heart ailment after his freshman year of basketball, and that is something that they have not forgotten here, and they continue to honor him, and they want to not only 
honor him with a state championship for himself, but for this team and this community as the Amherst boys uh, won a class D2 runner-up trophy back in 1987, but uh, have not been able to uh, get the championship. And they had that long drought, 87. Then they got the next group with Eckout and all the boys, 15, 16, 17, when they were playing that hot year of 16 when Winnebago and St. Cecilia and Ainsworth and Amherst and a bunch of high-scoring excellent teams were down there and they ended up beating Ainsworth and then losing in overtime to both St. Cecilia and then overtime to Winnebago in that third and fourth place game. Last year they beat Freeman, lost to Central Catholic and then uh, lost to Norfolk Catholic in that third and fourth place game. We will take a break and come back and give you the final numbers right after this. Driving rains, unrelenting heat, ominous green skies. Whatever Mother Nature brings, it's no match for what you'll have thanks to Nutrien Ag Solutions. Offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you weather the storm, conquer today, and lead the field. Find your local crop consultant at NutrienAgSolutions.com. At Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington, we are proud to have been serving the local communities of Central Nebraska since 1982. Forty-plus years of taking good care of the best customers anywhere, from a great selection of pre-owned vehicles to new Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, Buick, Platte Valley Auto, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick are the only things you need to know for all your automotive needs. Sales, service, parts, tires, and so much more. Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry, Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Allo is turning 20 this year, and we plan to celebrate all year long. Since 2003, Allo has vowed to put customers first and deliver a drastically different experience. No matter where you live, work, or play, we believe you deserve an affordable, secure, and reliable connection. We're proud to have served our businesses and residents with seriously fast fiber optic service for two decades. Thank you for trusting Allo as your local internet, phone, and TV provider. Follow us on social media to know about the 20th anniversary celebrations in all our Allo communities. John Herrick of Select Shires in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst Broncos. When it comes to beef cattle genetics, John Herrick Select Shires is the only name you need to remember. Go Broncos! And welcome back to the New West Post Game Show here on the Vibe 98.9 where we take a look now at the unofficial final stats and we will begin with the Panthers of Hershey. Came in as the big underdog, sub-500 but found a way to get here, and that's the important thing. Uh, just didn't go their way tonight. It wasn't supposed to. I mean, Amherst didn't have a huge celebration after the ball game either. They were suspected to win. They did win, and they win it convincingly by 31. Cole Schwager, two rebounds for Hershey tonight. Austin Zachary, seven points, five rebounds. Tyler Helsher had one rebound. Chase Moorhead, 1.5 rebounds. Kellen Spearman led the way, 17 points, one rebound. Cooper Hill playing with the injury, 5.6 rebounds. Max Bernston, two points and a rebound. Ezra McConnell had a couple of rebounds. He also had three rebounds for Seton Childers and two points and a rebound for Leighton Woods. 
18 points in the first half, 16 in the second half. Hershey finishes with 34 points. They hit the boards well, 27 rebounds. They were 7 out of 10 at the free throw line, 3 of 21 from three-point land, 1 out of their last 15. And they had 12 turnovers as Hershey will end the season at 11 and 14. We'll come back and take a look at the final numbers for Amherst and have a chance to talk with the victorious coach, Eric Rippon. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. My son Ben was very healthy when he was born, and then when he was 15 months old, I realized he had autism. I think all my encounters that I had before I met Ben were meant to be so I could be a better parent to Ben. It's definitely made me a better caregiver and a better advocate for all of my patients because I have a better understanding of the whole life and not just the little glimpse you get when they're in the doctor's office. I chose Mary Lanning because it had a great reputation, and that's very much like a family when you work here. What I love most about my job is getting to know the different individuals and families and being able to see that I make a positive impact in their lives. I'm Susie Gregg, Psychiatric Nurse Practitioner at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. And welcome back to the post-game show brought to you by New West. Let's run down the final numbers here for Amherst. Coach Rippon has joined us. We'll let him hear him as well. Austin Adelung, three threes, nine points and a rebound. Kobe Jones, two rebounds. Nolan Elo, a game-high 19 points. 16 of those were in the first half. Riley Fisher had nine points, four rebounds. Keegan Killen had a rebound. Carter Riesland, six points, three block shots. Kyler Jones, four rebounds. Cooper Trampy had a rebound. Braylon Russell, two points. Scout Simmons, six points, four rebounds. Jesse Tesmer, two points, two rebounds. Tage Hadwiger, limited action, 12 points, three rebounds. Basically, the starters hardly played in the fourth quarter, and Tage got a couple early fouls, so sat a lot of that second quarter. 42 points in the first half, 23 in the second, 65 points, 22 rebounds, 5 out of 6 at the free throw line, 10 out of 27 from three-point land, but they were 10 out of 18 at one point, and then get some of the backups in. They just weren't falling. Four block shots, five turnovers, and I think I can scratch only two of those are against the varsity here tonight for Amherst. 24-1, district champs, 65-34, and Coach, there's just a, a different feeling when you are expected to win versus trying to get to the win. And we talked about that a little bit in the pregame. You were probably expected to win the last three times, and you just continue to climb that ladder. And the kids came out and did what they've been doing most of the basketball year. You build an early, comfortable lead so that there wouldn't be a lot of stress tonight and got to play everybody. Yeah. um, You know, tonight was obviously all about getting off to a fast start, um, you know, and trying not to give them any hope in the game, honestly. Um, we knew they were probably going to come out in some sort of zone. We weren't really sure which one, um, you know. And, again, a team wants to play us in a zone, you know, that's, you know, we with all the shooters that we have, it's, you know, it's kind of a good luck. But 
Um, then you try to put, you know, man-to-man us, and, you know, again, same thing. So, um, you know, we got a lot of open looks early. We were kind of cold to start. Um, but then once, you know, we hit a couple, they felt like everybody was just, you know, hitting them in, in spurts. And um, and then our defense, you know, um, we allowed a couple things that, you know, we definitely need to tighten up, you know, before next week. But overall, I was pretty happy with them. Did you know ahead of time, I mean, you watched the film, so you know Cooper Hill got dinged up against Highline. Um, did you know that he wasn't going to be out there? And it, finally, when they were down too much, they probably brought him in the ball game. Did that affect things uh, very much early on, especially with them not being able to score? Yeah, um, obviously, you know, we knew um, he'd got banged up a little bit. Still expected him to fully play tonight. Um, You know, again, one of their better players um, in a big game. You're not going to miss, you know, something like this um, and whatnot. So we knew at some point we would see him since he didn't start tonight. Um, You know, and he's he's a good player um, and whatnot, but... Um, you know, I thought we did a good job on him. He had some tough shots. A lot of their guys hit a lot of tough shots. It's not necessarily that we played bad defense. You know, they just hit a lot of good shots. You know, the Spearman kid can let it fly from anywhere. Um, and when he gets going, he kind of just gets going. So um, that was a good little test for us. But, um, you know, we, we prepared to see everybody tonight. You know, and I thought our kids, you know, overall did a good job. Keegan got to play a little more because of the situation. What did you see from him in his return tonight? Yeah, no, it was good to see Keegan back out there. I know all the boys were really happy for him um, and whatnot. You know, he still has a ways to go, so this you know week, week and a half break will really be nice because he's only going to gain more strength in that ankle. Um, you know, but I thought he did a lot of good things. He's a guy who's not going to force a lot of shots. We, you know, he, we just really wanted him to get a look on his, you know, last, you know, being a senior on his last time on the home court. So we really wanted to try to find him some points, and so. All the boys were yelling at him on the bench to shoot that last shot, and um, it didn't fall, but, you know, it was still, you know, that's a shot that we trust him to shoot. It's not like he forced it, you know, or whatnot, but I thought he did a lot of good things, and he really didn't even push the envelope. You know, there were a couple rebounds that he could have had, you know, and will have next week, but, um, you know, I told him just not tonight, you know, just take it easy and, you know, just get through and get back on the court and get your feet wet. Amherst coach Eric Rippin, okay. When you do have a comfortable win like this, you can have a little fun. How much grief did Nolan get for getting rejected by the rim last week and then uh, tonight able to get over the rim, which we all know he can with ease? <laughs> uh, it's funny that you say that because our, our huddle camera, we have that huddle focus, so it doesn't always pick up fast breaks. Um, and it just catches the tail end of it on film, so he's all happy you know, <laughs> the next day. Like, oh, yeah, our camera didn't even catch it well. Dave Greek had re, you know, had tweeted it out and zoomed in, and I mean, just had it perfect. And of course, you know, was lighting it all up on Twitter, and so everybody was dogging him about it. We were having some fun, and so he said, "I'm a layup guy only from here on out." And, um, so you know, I told him, "I go, it's your last night on your home court. If you get one, you punch it." And I didn't even think he was going to do it. He kind of just went in there nonchalantly and then just got up and did it. So yeah. again, we all know he can do it. So I was happy that he he got it back going. All right, we won't know. Norfolk Catholic was winning. If there's an upset, that shakes everything up. We go to the state tournament a week from Thursday. Again, you'll have a lot of time here. You basically play one game, which was a cruise tonight in two weeks, uh, which is the weird thing about it, but that's what you want to be at. Um, this team's going to state with one goal. What do you think? Yeah, you know, um, we like our chances against anybody. We feel our offense can, you know, put the points up with the best of them, you know, run with the best of them. Um, you know, we're a little undersized if Norfolk, 
you know, ends up being the matchup. They, uh, they've definitely got a lot of size, um, and so we're going to have to be ready to go against them. But, um, you know, again, offensively, I think we take care of things the way we can, and if we can take care of the ball, um, you know, being down there last year, you know, and getting a win and getting a chance to play three games, you know, and getting these kids' his feet wet, I think was really, really big. Um, you know, and we're getting a chance to play at the Devaney, which is that's where our first round game will be this year. So, um, you know, hopefully the boys aren't shell shocked. And I mean, it, it it it's at state. You know, anyone could happen. There's eight good teams there, and we showed that last year where the eight seed can come in and upset the one seed. So it's not really any upsets technically. It's just you've got to go out and you know you've got to be the better team that night. And hopefully, we can string together three straight wins. Well, SEM has won 46-43. Elm Creek's ahead and. I think you might be interested in this one as well because this would upset the apple cart. It's 29-27, St. Cecilia and Donovan Trumbull midway through the third quarter of play. So Who's up on that one? Uh, did, it was St. Cecilia. Let me double check. Ah, they just flipped that bias here. Uh, Poppy stealing layup. Donovan Trumbull up 29-27, 3.44 to go in the third quarter of play. Yeah, uh, you know, that was the one that we were really interested in. And I know, you know, Coach Burr, you know, wasn't necessarily excited about playing them. And we, you know, that was one of the big reasons why we wanted to get that win on Thursdays because that's not an ideal, you know, team to play as a three seed, especially a team so close together because, I mean, that's two rival teams, you know. And so we were really interested and knew that one would kind of be close. So, um, you know, we'll keep an eye out on some scores here and, um, you know, congrats to Sumner and Elm Creek. You know, it's awesome to see three area teams. You know, as long hopefully Elm Creek can get it done to see three area teams down in Lincoln. And, you know, we're supporting those guys. That's three FKC teams, man. That's, you know, and some people called it a down year, you know, in the boys' boys division. And here we are. We're possibly putting three teams down to Lincoln. That's and pretty Ansley special. And Ansley Litchfield got a shot tomorrow. Loomis going to have to pull an upset, but they're all in district finals as well. So, Get down there, celebrate. We'll see you in Lincoln, Coach. Sounds good, Doug. Thank you very you much. Bet. Eric Rippin and the Amherst Broncos win it tonight, 65-34. They were up 22-10 after one and 42-18 at halftime and able to cruise on home. Back with more on the new West Postgame show next. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. For over 80 years, Farm Bureau Financial Services agents have built relationships with you, one conversation at a time, and we're as committed as ever to providing you with that level of service. As part of your community, we're here for you, answering insurance questions and helping make sure your financial goals are on track. I'm Farm Bureau Associate McKenzie. Stop by our office or call me at 308-234-2222. Farm Bureau Financial Services, it's your future. Let's protect it. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. 
All right, a couple of uh, recaps for you if you missed them tonight. The scores that are in, uh, Carney High does fall to Millard North tonight. 75-68, they had had it to one with four minutes to go. Bellevue West over Lincoln Northeast, 68-43. Bennington beat Beatrice, 47-34. Freeman will be the number one seed in C2. They blasted Oakland Craig, 62-22. Omaha Scott over Blair, 72-42. Why not rolled Hay Springs, 79-27. SCM over Creighton, 46-43. Ogallala remains undefeated. They shut down Adams Central by a score of 66 66- 2.30. Again, we have the Elm Creek game currently going on against McCool Junction on ESPN in Kearney and on KHAS Radio is that St. Cecilia Donovan Trumbull game playing it at Hastings College. And if St. Cecilia wins that, that'll be interesting to talk about that. Donovan Trumbull moving it out of their home gym and ended up playing it at Hastings College. So see what else we got for you. And A, Gretna leads Lincoln North Star 30-29 at the end of three quarters of play and there's just a lot of basketball action that's going on out there. Norfolk Catholic uh, a winner tonight as well and as we said SEM was ahead at last check over Burwell. Elkhorn Valley leading Summerland 56-41 to that was at the end of the third quarter of play tonight. Osceola leading Friend at the end of three quarters 39-28 to was the score in that contest as well. It's a final score in Burwell for SEM 46 to 43 in favor of SEM. So congratulations to all those folks. We'll take a final break and wrap it up next. Time. It's the eternal measure for growers everywhere, influencing the ebbs and flows of every season. Through it all, Nutrient Ag Solutions stands with you, offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Because the time to act is right now. Find your local crop consultant at NutrientAgSolutions.com. John Herrick of Select Shires in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst Broncos. When it comes to beef cattle genetics, John Herrick Select Shires is the only name you need to remember. Go Broncos! And the update from Elm Creek. Elm Creek now leading McCool Junction at the end of three quarters, 37-26 to 26 on ESPN. Carney, and also one other score I didn't mention this 50th time here, but in case you missed it, Central City beats Wayne 43-38. So they are on their way to state for the first time since 1947. Well, the way the cookie crumbles, nothing going your way tomorrow night, so it's state basketball up next. Here one more time for you on the girls' side is what we have and a couple of matchups of area teams, and that's how I start out. Pinnacle Bank Arena, Wednesday morning, ESPN Tri-Cities, 9 a.m. Ravenna will take on SEM. Right after that game on KHAS, St. Cecilia will play Elmwood Murdoch at 1045. Also on KHAS, Wednesday at 315 from the Devaney is Adams Central and Gothenburg. And here on the Vibe 98.9, 6 o'clock Wednesday night, Centura against Elgin Public Pope John, followed by Thursday night's 6 o'clock game from the Devaney, Shelton against Wilcox Hildreth. 19 points for Nolan Elo, 
12 points for Tej Hadwiger. Riley Fisher, Austin Adelung each had nine. Amherst, 65. Hershey, 34. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Congrats, Amherst. Well representation by Hershey, the band and all. And we will see you in Lincoln. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Thank you for being a part of this 98.9 The Vibe High School Sports Presentation. For a complete broadcast schedule, coaches' interviews, and past game recordings, go to newschannelnebraska.com. And thanks for listening to 98.9 The Vibe.